What up, y'all? My name is Ella, and I am an Afro-Latina mental health advocate. Welcome to my new podcast, Building You Up. The world keeps turning. Oh, what a day. What a day, what a day. Hello, hello. Welcome to my first show. I am so excited to share this space with y'all. And thank you to everyone who tuned into the sneak peek. You guys are amazing. So today we are going to do three things. First, I'm going to properly introduce y'all to who I am and what this podcast is about. I'm going to give you some background on what inspired me to cultivate and create building you up. Then I want to go into today's topic, which is all about doing the best you can with what you have. Specifically, I'm going to be talking about how doing your best looks totally different for everyone. We're going to be bringing in about three different perspectives. These are fabulous people that you guys should follow across social media who have a great following and a lot of influence and have a lot of good things to say in regards to doing your best. Last but not least, I am going to wrap up the show with something that I like to call the build-up. This is where I offer words of encouragement and insight in regards to today's topic. This is where we reflect together, where I tell you a little bit about my business and what I think and what my perspective is on doing your best with what you have where you are so there you go that's it that is what we are doing today it's gonna be a great show filled with a bunch of voices and ideas and perspectives from people that can really help you help yourself optimize your mental health thank you for tuning in this is ella and you are listening to building you up here's a story about a lovely lady with a dream, some compassion, and a laptop. She had a lot to say about mental health. So she came up with a podcast, building you up, building you up. This is how she came up with building you up. Dun, 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 dun. Boing. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was lit. <laughs> hey, y'all. So, my name is Ella Speaks. I go by Ella. Offline, I'm just a girl trying to figure out life, like most of us are. Um, My original background is in film, television, radio, graphic design, audio editing. That's, That's who I used to be. But who I am and who I'm transitioning to be now is someone who is giving to her community and cultivating healing within the realm of mental health. So, I began my journey in the mental health field back in 2016. No, no, no. It was 2015 is when I first decided to volunteer at a crisis center. And from there, God and the universe and different people around me encouraged me to continue on my path of mental health advocacy, holistic healing, and just serving my community. And that's when I decided that I wanted to go down the path of becoming a clinical counselor. I help um, victims of rape and other individuals that deal with trauma. And I am also a certified peer support worker. Essentially, what I do is I use my own lived experience dealing with mental health issues as well as um, substance abuse issues to help other people that 
have gone through what I'm going through or are going through what I'm going through. So that's as much as I'm going to say about that. I am a very transparent person and I want to make sure that my listeners know who they're listening to. I don't believe in advice. I believe in insight and I am here through this platform to keep it real with you, to let you know, hey, I've been there or hey, I have felt like that before, or hey, this is where I am in life and this is what I'm doing in order to create the best life that I can. And sometimes it's as simple as fixing my freaking sleeping patterns, which I have been dealing with for years. Sometimes it's as complicated as forgiving my brother who molested me when I was younger. Sometimes it's somewhere in the middle, like dealing with food issues. Sometimes it's funny and embarrassing, like dealing with a guy that likes me that I don't know how to talk to. And my ultimate goal is to show you guys how everything, everything is connected to mental health and your emotional well-being. And my true philosophy in my core, what I believe is that in order to curate your best life, the life that you dream of when you go to sleep, in order to manifest those dollars, in order to be the best you possible, you gotta make sure that you are taking care of the version of you now, that you are feeding and nourishing and taking care of who you are now, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all that shit. And that's what building you up is. I wanna show you love by building you up, especially those people that might not have somebody who cares about them or, or maybe they feel like they don't have people that care about them. That's what I'm here for, you know? And like I said, I don't believe in advice, I believe in insight. So I really wanted to speak my heart and let you guys know just who I am, what qualifies me to do this, what I'm doing now, and what my mission is, and what building you up is, and what I see building you up to be. Now, where did I get the name for building you up? It's so interesting that you say that, <laughs> or that you ask that of me. Um, I came up with building you up because I'm a multifaceted bitch who loves me a nice rap song, trap music, I get with it. That's really good for my mental health. But more specifically, there is this female rapper who was on um, the freshman class and her name is Kamaya. And I be trying to keep up with these youngins and shit. And so I was looking through these new people that I knew nothing of. Like, I don't, I feel like so out of the loop when it comes to this hip hop game. I'm like, who are all these new folk because I'm technically a 90s kid and from the 90s up until like maybe 2014 15 ish I was fucking with music hardcore like I, I knew everybody that was coming out almost everybody that was coming out that what that was there to feed my ratchet side and to feed my soul and to feed all that stuff but a little bit after 2014 2015 I, I started to not know anybody that was on this freshman class um since i want to be cool and have something to talk about with my niece who thinks she's grown um <laughs> i looked people up on the freshman class and i found kamaya and i fell in love with her and and the music that she made well, not that she made that she makes and how how 90s filled it is and she uses a lot of instrumental covers from a lot of dope 90 rap stars and r&b folk and stuff like that and then she puts her own twist on top of it with her own vocal sound and um her own lyrics and it's just amazing you guys need to check her out um on instagram her name is little little yaya 
her her song that inspired me is called build you up and i was listening to the to the lyrics and i was like this shit is deep and it makes me want to dip you dip i dip i was like yes yes i love this song and here is a clip of her talking about the meaning of her song i get people telling me like they love the fact that they have music that they can listen to with their children and it's actually, you know, something that's positive. Especially men tell me, like, they're glad their daughter's got somebody like me to look up to. I get what they're saying. Like, it's dope to have somebody who's actually speaking life into my child as a leader. That's a, the role I feel like I'm taking in society. For Build You Up, pretty much, I uh, wanted to make a self-love anthem for women. Especially young ladies. I feel like it ain't no little girls, like, you know, who got that type of feeling no more, like they only got like one sexualized message. So I feel like they need the duality of the self-love too, so. You have had someone that comes and breaks you down. Never had someone to come and make you smile. You just need someone to come and show you love. You just need someone to come and build you up. You need to build yourself up and understand that like, you don't need somebody else to make you love yourself. You don't need nobody else to make you feel wanted and secure with who you are, you know what I'm saying? That's what the whole point is. It's like you don't have so many people didn't do all these negative things to you, but what could you do for yourself to take you out of that turmoil and build yourself back up? So that's what inspired my show and my dream. No, not my dream. What will happen is that Kamaya's song, Build You up is going to be the theme song for this podcast that will ultimately be a youtube series i am putting it out into the universe it's gonna happen but anyway that's a little bit of background of what inspired this show and i'm doing it for you i'm doing it for the culture so the last part of this segment is going to be that I'm just going to tell you a little bit about the format of this show. And it's interesting. It's really interesting because it's mostly going to be me <laughs> sitting up in my walk-in closet and turning off the light so that I can have some ambiance because I'm not crazy enough to have candles up in this closet and then burn down everything. So a bitch just got to sit in the dark until she can figure out. <laughs> I was trying to be so serious. <laughs> <laughs> so a bitch just gotta sit in the dark y'all but other times I will have guests specifically I plan to have a monthly interview series that is going to be called courageous conversations and it's going to be all about having those difficult conversations with my guests with whatever they're comfortable with like I don't want to push anybody's limits but these conversations with my guests in regards to their mental health the state of mental health and how mental health plays or what role mental health plays in their life so I have also gotten permission for my friends to drop gems on their behalf via recorded telephone conversations so it's gonna be lit y'all y'all gonna be rolling when you hear the conversations that me and my friends have about um mental health and self-esteem and last but not least i also want to interact with y'all i want y'all to comment i want y'all to send me messages i want y'all to tell me what topics you want to talk about i want to hear about you i want to know who's listening i want to um you know cater this podcast to the people that are tuning in and i really 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 want your sincere opinion on what's going on here on the podcast podcast building you up 
So I have created a voicemail line where you can leave your questions, comments, and anything else about the show. And I'm going to feature these voicemails. Um, or like maybe we'll call it like voice notes. I'm going to feature these voice notes on the show. And um, there's always going to be a preview of my show in the beginning of it. And there's always going to be a sneak peek either directly after or there's going to be a sneak peek um, solo podcast so you can hear what's going to come up, especially when I have guests coming on. So you guys can listen to it and then you can submit your questions either by the voicemail by or by texting or by Instagram or by email. All the information is going to be in the show notes. So now, y'all, we're going to get into today's topic, giving your best and leaving the rest. All right. One of our most racist (laughs) presidents. No lie. I'm going to put it in the show notes. There is a list of the top 10 racist presidents. But see, since I'm trying to practice compassion and shit, and since I'm trying to be a more open-minded individual, I said to myself that just because somebody is a racist, that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have something worth listening to. Teddy Roosevelt said that you should do what you can with what you have where you are. And one of the reasons that I decided to pull up that that quote it's a very popular quote I'm sure that my listeners have heard of it before um is because leading up to the the opportunity of this podcast and also putting out this podcast has caused a lot of anxiety for me and um I'm also I'm in school like I said before and I'm also juggling a lot of other things I work you know I have family things that I deal with I have relationships to balance and now I am adding something else onto my plate and I'm not mad about it. It's a a great creative outlet for me. But um, something that I'm seeing that I'm doing is I'm, I'm getting very analytical and I'm getting very hard on myself. And I don't know if you guys can relate, but something that I often do is that I'll, I'll tell myself that I'm not doing enough. And I'll tell myself that I need A, B, C, D thing in order for me to accomplish a b c d e f thing you get what i'm saying so for example for my original idea for this series was a video series on instagram um because after i did an instagram um story about my acne and also about uh, my relationship with food i got a lot of commentary how they would like for me to do this on a on a regular basis but i told myself i was like i don't have time and i don't have this and i don't have that and i kept listing all the reasons why why i couldn't do it and the things i didn't have so i had to stop myself and i told myself well well, let me let me back up and let me ask myself what do I have like what what do I have what can I do with what I do have and stuff like that and I have equipment you know I had a mic and I knew how to edit those are all resources that I have so how can I do the best with those things and my best is this what I'm presenting to you guys but often um especially dealing with coming up to this first episode because this was not my original episode coming up to this first episode I kept telling myself I was like I need a better logo and I need this and I need that and I needed to look at this certain way and I want my website to be like this and I kept fussing and nitpicking about all the small details and I was moving away from the main point 
which was the message. The reason why I got this whole opportunity is because of the message that I have. The reason why I have those 10 people or however many people that I interact with on a daily basis is because of the message that I have. And I lost focus of that. And I had to keep telling myself, you're doing the best you can. You're doing the best you can. Just chill the fuck out. Like, that's how I talk to myself. So I decided to scrap my first idea for the episode. And I told myself that I want to talk about this. And I want to bring in different perspectives on what this means and what this looks like. So after I had my little mini breakdown, I just did a quick Google search. And here are two different perspectives that I have found regarding this quote. Perspective one comes from Joel Runyon of impossiblehq.com. So in 2012, Joel said the following. This has become one of my favorite quotes because it literally strips away every excuse you have for not doing something. Joel is a writer turned entrepreneur who created Impossible to help people push their limits by taking on impossible challenges and living a good story. During his blog post, he used the antidote of breaking the shift key on his computer. And even though he broke the shift key on his computer and it was really hard for him to type, he still sent out his daily emails. He still interacted with his clients and he still wrote articles because he was working with what he had. And people were still very responsive to him, even though his product wasn't looking the way he expected it to do. And, and that really spoke to me. I suggest that you check out his article and all the information can be found in the show notes. Now, I wanna talk about an interview that I found on Dreams and Drive. It's a podcast, a great podcast, where we have Miss Raina Campbell interviewing people from all walks of life who are tackling life and manifesting their dreams and just killing it at jobs and being the best people that they can be. Or maybe it's better to say the best versions of themselves that they can be. And I suggest for y'all to check that out. It's gonna be in the show notes as well. And she was interviewing... Barry of Podcast in Color. Podcast in Color is a directory, a a whole rack of podcasts from people of color. And it's great. Like, she, I don't even know how many podcasts she has listed on there, but it's a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot. And you can submit your podcast if you are a person of color and you can f- go through the categories and, and there is something there for anyone, for everyone, really. So anyway, so they had an interview, Raina was interviewing Barry, and they were fangirling over Malik. I don't know if I say that word, I mean her name right, it's M-Y-L-E-I-K, Teals, and um, they were fangirling over the start of her podcast, and I want you guys to listen to this clip. And then it was my leaks because I started following my leak on social and then I just got obsessed with her podcast. I love it. I was telling somebody the other day, I'm very surprised she's not at the top of iTunes or, you know, hasn't been, I guess, used more. Because when you think about the things that she has, like some people only have a podcast and she has a podcast plus a whole nother network of things. Like I remember when I first started listening to her and I I was listening to old episodes and it was like 
oh, the notebooks are already sold out. Sorry. And then I listened to a few more episodes. She was like, yeah, I did that. Thank you guys for selling it out really quickly. And I was like, what am I listening to? Because it seems like anything she does, the people are like, thank you. I'm going to take that. I'll take that now. And so I was just like, okay, so she has power, like before even knowing other people really listen. And then once I was really getting into it, I was like, she is really giving us stuff that I never thought I'd be getting from people like the conversation she has. I'm just like, thank you. I don't even know that I could be sharing and doing as much as you do at the level you're doing it. And that's just, I love her. I'm, I'm really thinking about going to the live show and I love it. But I'm thinking about it. So You should, you definitely should. Um, and what I like about hers podcast, and I think it can be a testament to like, you don't have to be pretty to have an engaged audience. Like her podcast in the beginning, I think she wasn't, she didn't even have a mic. She didn't even have a mic. Like she was just recording it on her computer and no one cared. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't listening into it and like, oh my God, I hear the echoes. I was just absorbing it because I thought the information was that good. So for anyone listening, if you don't have all the equipment, don't let that stop you from starting because there are people who don't care if your sound is top notch if you're giving them good quality it really matters it's content and i mean audio can change over time Mm -hmm. i I love that about my week as you were saying because she talked about that and then i I listened to the episode where she was like i got a mic because one of my friends hit me up and said my week girl come (laughs) on And I was like, but it's friends like that. But I was like, it shows that she was just doing it because she thought it could be something. And then her friends were like, no, this is something I'm really listening to. And I need you to put a little bit more into it. And she did. I'm like, audio does matter. And a lot of podcasts, you know, have improved audio over time. But Mm -hmm. there are so many podcasts that people have listened to, like, I can't believe I listened to an hour and a half. And it was like, but you listened to that hour and a half. There's so many times I've listened to Bodega Boys. Like, is he really chewing in my ear like this? And I'm still listening, but I'm still there for the next week too. So I think once you have something and you found your thing, it really doesn't matter. And maybe some people are going to talk about the audio, but you can say that about any podcast. I mean, people talk about the reads audio. I remember there was one episode where Kip Fury was like, people say I'm mumbling, but I mean, I've never had that problem or felt like I couldn't hear him, but he was like, I don't know what you guys want. So I'm like, that means everybody gets, you know, audio things or things people wish they could improve. Yeah. And that's the part of the journey. Like if you started out the best, then it wouldn't be fun. Like people wouldn't want to, people like, I like to grow with, with podcasts that I listen to. You know what I mean? Like I like actually feel connected when the host is also growing. So that's me personally. Maybe not everyone's like that, but there is journey in growing and being transparent. Like you don't have it all figured out, especially in the beginning. So the reason that they were so impressed Impressed by um, the start of her podcast is because she literally, in the middle of the night, it was like 12 a.m., she got on the mic for like eight minutes and she gave some advice on marketing. And I'm going to put the clip of her first ever podcast in the show notes. You guys need to check it out. And you could hear that it sounded grainy. You could hear that she um, was tired because it was the middle of the night and you could and you could sense that she was doing it last minute, but she was working with what she had. What I mean by that is even though all these factors came into play, she was prepared. She knew her shit. She is a marketing guru. She is the founder of Curlbox. Okay. And she has also put out other things to 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 the market that people just eat up 
And a big part of doing what you can with what you have where you are is taking consideration what knowledge that you have. What skills do you have? What emotional um, skills do you have? What communicational skills do you have? And she got on the mic and she used the information that she had on, 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 um, and she used the information that she had in her head. And that first episode got over 5,000 listens. Hmm. <laughs> Honey child. So I know why. I can see why they were fangirling about her. And all the information about her is going to be in the show notes. Like I said before, she is the creator of Curlbox, which is a monthly subscription box. And and as the founder, she has revolutionized. I cannot say that damn word. Revolutionized. Well, y'all get what I'm saying. The way women address their curly hair needs. And she has garnered partnerships with Procter & Gamble, Carol's Daughter, Walmart, Target, and Shea Moisture. And she is someone that people gravitate to for advice. The same girl that did a danky little first episode has now had over 2 million downloads. Honey, child, if she ain't an example of doing what you can with what you have, where you are at, then I don't know who is. Mm. Sorry, I just got a little bit passionate. But, you know, there is also another perspective to this and I want you to listen I don't want to give too much of an intro and this is going to be considered perspective two and this dude's name is called Derek Halpern and he is an expert marketer entrepreneur and the founder of socialtriggers.com this dude is fly like he is fly he is um a very influential person he makes really good training videos online and this is what he said about the phrase i am doing the best i can there's one phrase you must eliminate from your vocabulary it's one of the most limiting phrases i've ever heard and if you're not careful i believe it could be the reason why you fail to achieve important goals in your life I'm Derek Halpern, the founder of Social Triggers, and in this video, I'm going to share the ridiculous limiting phrase that I used to use and one of the most limiting phrases you should never use. So keep watching this video. A while back, my friend Noah Kagan asked me what I was up to. We're friends, and I don't have the cleanest mouth amongst friends. So I said, I've been working on Social Triggers lately. I didn't mean anything by it, but he fired back. Do you think your work is I said, no. And he said, well, don't call it that then. I believe I put out some of the best training videos on the web, and here I am equating my work with what gets flushed down the toilet. But after that encounter with Noah, I realized that people use what's known as these self-limiting phrases all the time. Phrases that degrade their work, their potential, or worse, phrases that put a glass ceiling over their head, ensuring they'll never improve. Me calling my work crap was one of those phrases. Here's another one. I'm doing the best I can. I hate it when people say that. Why? It's simple. People only say it when they fail to hit a standard, whether it's their own standard or someone else's standard. And the truth is, to me, all it really is is an excuse. I don't believe doing the best you can exists. I believe you can always do better. But when you say it, all you're doing is putting a glass ceiling over your head, limiting your future growth, and ensuring you never do better. And you know what? You deserve better. 
Now, I want you to take a second and think about the things you say about yourself, your business, your growth, your results, and your life. What phrases do you say that may unknowingly put a glass ceiling over your head? I'd love for you to share yours in the comment below this video. I'm sure we'll all have different phrases. I call my work crap. Some people say, I'm doing the best I can. Now, what I wanna know is I wanna know yours. And that's it for today. You'll face enough obstacles in your life, so here's to you not being one of them. So as you can see, these are two totally different schools of thought, but they have the same underlying message. Let's break this down. The first person, Joel, was saying that doing the best that you can with what you have means not stopping yourself. Just because you don't have everything that you think that you need, that you think, that you assume, we're gonna put those in quotation marks and I'm gonna emphasize on that, that you think and that you assume that you need, doesn't mean that you can't do what you want and manifest what you want, right? You can do very well with the resources that you currently have and you should not underestimate yourself. That's what, he, that's what he's doing and that's what he's saying. Now we take this other guy, this um, marketing dude and stuff like that, right? And he says he does not like the phrase because he says it's an excuse, right? But you go back to Joel and he also says that by saying I'm doing the best that I can, it, it allows you to avoid excuses. Isn't that interesting? Because that, that's very interesting to me that you can take one phrase and you can look at it from a lot of different ways and in one way it could be negative and in another way it could be positive but at the end of the day they still have the same focus and my perspective of it is may is is honestly a combination of both things because i come from the background that i i don't give myself enough credit even till today i gotta be I gotta be honest that I, I do not give myself credit. I beat my, I am a perfectionist. And there is going to be a podcast episode called How Perfectionism Prevents Progress. And what happens is that um, I don't take a moment to stop and say, hold up, slow down. They don't love you like I love you. I don't take a moment to do that and say, you're doing a lot, Ella. You're juggling a lot. So you are doing the best that you can. But at the same time, I'm also a part of that school of thought that it could be used the wrong way. And I think that if you really wanna examine this quote, and if you want to apply it in your life, you have to be honest with yourself and say, am I really doing the best that I can? If you're not doing the best that you can and you can do better, then start making those changes to do better, right? But if you are doing the best that you can and you still feel and you're pushing yourself to the point where you're just not feeling satisfied about what you're putting out, then you also gotta stop and take a moment and say, why? Why do I feel this way? A good example of this is, is my, my lack of sleep because I'm trying to do so much. You know, I'm trying to put out so many different things. And I think that in our society, there is this this big emphasis. Uh, there is this big emphasis about lack of sleep as a badge of honor and withering away and pushing yourself way beyond your limits as a badge of honor and as the foundation of success but I don't subscribe to that at all 
I need my eight hours. I need my seven hours. At the minimum, I can do six hours. And so I had to ask myself, how can I facilitate an environment that is going to be conducive to the well-being of my projects? by also honoring the fact that I am doing the best that I can because I'm not a slacker. And by also being honest with myself and not using the statement, well, I'm doing the best that I can as an excuse to not do better. And that's a tricky balance. I think that I don't I think that I don't have a direct answer for that. I think that that's something that I am currently working on and that I'm juggling with every single day. And I think that's something that I do very well is that I reflect constantly. I've built that muscle of reflection and I'm able to look at myself and um, sometimes in a, in a, in a non-judgmental fashion where I'm just trying to see my actions and, and recognize how I feel. And by doing that, by reflecting in that way and by paying a lot of attention to my actions and my feelings and 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 how that impacts my day then i can start understanding what my best looks like what it really looks like because something else that came up for me this week especially when i'm i'm thinking about this quote is asking yourself am i doing my best from my perspective and from my own opinion or have i adopted unrealistic standards that are harmful for my growth and my well-being those are are tough questions to ask but really checking your perspective and checking where your mind is at and checking those structures that have been created around you that impact how you interact with the world really checking those what's going to help you really understand what your best is it's really going to help you understand what you can do, where you are with what you have. And that's what I got to say about that. And I welcome your guys' perspectives. Please comment, text me, send me messages on Instagram, contact me on my email. All all the different ways that you can contact me are going to be in the show notes. And I want to hear what you think about what happened or what I showed you today in regards to the different perspectives on doing the best you can with what you have. Please share it with me. And something else that the last thing that I want to tell you guys that you should really take in consideration and that I'm working on and that I kind of had an aha moment is that doing the best with what you have, what you have is just not material things. Sometimes what you have really means what experience do you have? What knowledge do you have? What pain do you have? What happiness do you have? You know what I mean? And where you're at is not always a location. You know, it's really where are you financially? It's really where are you emotionally? It's really where are you mentally? Are you in a place where you can start thinking like a millionaire? Or are you forcing yourself to think like a millionaire? Are you really in a place where you can be your truest creative self? Or do you need to take a step back and maybe be the muse? All of those are really tough questions that I ask myself on a daily basis. But I leave you with that. 
and I want you to think about it and I want you to talk to me and I want you to let me know what you're thinking. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. I think that's a wrap. I I am so excited um, that I have been given this opportunity and tune in next week when we are going to be talking about the difference between focusing on mental health and focusing on mental illness. Thank you again for tuning in. Remember, I got so much compassion in my heart for y'all and I'm showing you love by building you up.